Michael Swickard here. Welcome to Enchanting Stories of New Mexico, sponsored by the Fresh Chili Company in Las Cruces, New Mexico. Our award-winning Hatch Green and Red Chili is brought to you from locally owned farms in Hatch, New Mexico, the chili capital of the world. Let's start with a mountain. Oh, not just any mountain. It's a mountain which many people at New Mexico State call a mountain. It has another name and some interesting purposes. Why a mountain? Well, 103 years ago in 1920, the decision was made to paint an A on the mountain four miles east of the college campus. There was school spirit, but that wasn't the driving force. You have to understand it was the engineering department and the surveying group that wanted the challenge. They wanted to lay out a perfect A perfectly guide the whitewashing of the A so that when the New Mexico College of Agricultural and Mechanical Arts people looked up at the mountain that it looked perfect. Subsequently, the A has been painted many, many times. When I came to NMSU in 1968, there was a couple hundred freshmen one Saturday wearing freshman beanies. If you saw Animal House, that's what a freshman beanie looked like. I don't believe they do them anymore. They were putting a fresh coat of whitewash on the rocks, and the upperclassmen were razzing them pretty badly. Now, I was a freshman. Did I do it? No, I was a photographer, and I didn't wear a beanie. In the 1968-69 NMSU yearbook, there's a bunch of pictures that I took since I was the head photographer, and no, I didn't get any paint on me. When you look at the mountain today, really Tortugas Mountain, Spanish for turtle, and it kind of looks like a turtle if you look at it, you'll see a large broadcast antenna and the Tortugas Mountain Astronomical Observatory owned and operated by the Astronomy Department at New Mexico State University. In December, you also can see a pilgrimage to the top of the mountain, sometimes about the 11th, 12th, 13th of December. And many people do it. It's the annual Fiesta of Our Lady of Guadalupe, a four-mile climb, not the easiest thing. The mountain is connected to the Tiwa Indian Pueblo. Lastly, there are hikes around the mountain, and one hike that goes around and up to the top, five miles long. It's called the Tortugas Mountain Trail. You'll see signs. Takes about three hours for most people. Another is the Loop Trail, which just goes around the base of the mountain. It's a relatively easy walk. There are two parking lots and plenty of trails. Dogs are welcome, but they, they're asked to be on a leash. Bring water and snacks to have the best time. Now, if you walk to the summit, the views are very nice. And guess what? It's considered good luck in southern New Mexico to have summited Tortugas Mountain at least once in your life. There are other summits that are good for you, such as Wheeler Peak, the tallest mountain in New Mexico, and Sierra Blanca that I have summited many times. I'll talk about them some other days. You know what's also considered good luck in southern New Mexico? Going to the Hatch Chili Festival. It's coming this Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. That's September 1st, 2nd, and 3rd. Great luck, great food, lots of entertainment. I'm looking forward to seeing the renowned cowboy chef Kent Rollins. 
he making some delicious things, telling lots of stories. I've seen him on his television shows many, many times and his lovely wife. They not only talk about cowboy delicious cooking, but they also show how it's done. And this is what is important. It doesn't just work for him. I've seen some people cooking and they say, this is very simple. No. With his stuff, when I use his cooking methods, it even works for me. It really does. Michael Swickert here with Enchanting Stories of New Mexico, sponsored by the Fresh Chili Company, Las Cruces, New Mexico. Hit subscribe to automatically get these podcasts. Now, 69 years ago at Holloman Air Force Base, just west of Alamogordo, was the human guinea pig capital of the world. Why do I say that, Michael? Well, Lieutenant Colonel John Stapp, who used himself as a guinea pig in an experiment on humans surviving very rapid deceleration. He was the only volunteer uh, at times, but there were others. But one of the most frequent tests was in deceleration. They were looking at what pilots could stand and what kind of straps and sitting positions were best. Backwards was best, so many military jets carrying passengers have the passengers sit backwards. Like the, the cod going into aircraft carriers, you sit backwards in those. They also came up with a double shoulder seat belt as best. It was a tough test now. John Stapp, in two occasions, fractured his right wrist, broke his ribs, had fillings come out of his teeth, and it caused his retinas to bleed, which caused a loss of vision for a while. He, at that time, sustained 38 Gs of force and an almost instant stop. But he wasn't done. In his 29th and last run on the decelerator, as they called it, he reached the speed of 632 miles per hour and then suddenly stopped. He was at that time the fastest man on earth and it was very rough on him. He said it was like taking a tooth out without Novocaine. No fun, but he did it to simulate a jet pilot having to eject from his jet at speed. And the shoulder strap you use when you get in your automobile. Think of this when you get in your car. When you look at that shoulder strap, it uses the principles that John Stapp researched in 1954. One more thing about Lieutenant Colonel John Stapp. He was a funny guy who came up with what was called Stapp's Law in his work on this project. It states, now here it is, the universal aptitude for ineptitude makes any human accomplishment an incredible miracle. Amen, brother, amen. Speaking uh, of uh, things a while ago, I was talking to somebody about the Space Shuttle Columbia landing at the White Sands Space Harbor near Holloman Air Force Base just outside Alamogordo. It was STS-3, that means there were two before it, that had landed at Edwards Air Force Base. <clears throat> when it landed here at White Sands Space Harbor, the only time, March 30th, 1982, and it had to land there because the Edwards Air Force Base, the entire area was flooded out. And it landed twice there. However, it's not the first space shuttle to land, no. We must remember the Space Shuttle Enterprise, which was put into service September 17, 1976. It was there to perform atmospheric test flights. Now, it wasn't launched like all the other space shuttles. 
It instead was launched or dropped from a modified Boeing 747. It had no engines and no heat shield, so it wasn't going to space, but it was going to test what was called the lifting bodies concept of space shuttles. It landed a couple times without people and then three times with astronauts in it flying it to the ground to prove that the space shuttles could come in and land. It never landed here, which is too bad. I'd have loved to have seen it. We've gotten some rain in the last week. People have asked about cows standing right next to the roads. Some of our roads don't have fences. There's just cows right there. Now, they do so to get the grass that quickly grows after a rain because the roads push the water right at the edge of the road to the grass. What's that variety of grass often called? It's called love grass. Altogether, it's a type of grass. All one word grows very fast, and cattle, along with everything else, deer, elk, everything else, love love grass. So don't be surprised to, out on the open range when you see cattle right next to the, the road's edge, because that's why they're there. Now, if you've been on the campus of New Mexico State University and you've seen Kent Hall, it's at the intersection right at the edge of the campus at University at Solano. If you were going Solano, going south, where you have to turn left or right, that building right there is Kent Hall. The funny things people say is Kent Hall doesn't look a thing like him. Very funny. Okay. Harry L. Kent arrived in Las Cruces 102 years ago this month to take over the presidency of that college. It was then called the New Mexico College of Agriculture and Mechanical Arts. It's now New Mexico State University. Harry Kent was president of that college for 15 years, which tied the 15 years that Roger Corbett uh, had from 1955 to 1970. Uh, so they were tied. And when Harry Kent got there, the college was in big trouble. Not his doing. The college had a deficit at that time of, of uh, uh, when he got there 102 years ago of $60,000, which in 2023 dollars would be over a million dollars. He was able to hold off the creditors, get more money from the legislature, budget effectively, and do lots and lots of good things for the college environment. He increased the number of graduates each year. Oh, his first year there were 15, his last year there were 67. He left somewhat under a cloud, though. But people here really did love him. Seems his academic credentials were, how shall I say it, not quite what they were purported to be when he was hired. But they loved how he made the college ever so much better. He'd be out driving a tractor one day, helping cook in the cafeteria, telling stories to legislators. He was a man for all seasons. And again, yeah, he had some people didn't like him, but most people did. When the charge of false credentials hit, he suffered a stroke and was not pursued for his credentials as he tried to get better. In fact, many people at the time were pushing him to run for governor. That would show everyone. But Harry Kent was truly ill and was given time to recover, which he never did at the college. And then another president, Hugh Milton, Hugh Milton II, was selected as the president. Here is the interesting part about the Harry Kent story. He was loved so much. How much, Michael? 
1939, not that much longer, when a new building was built, it was named for him. Remember, I was telling you, you can go see the Kent Hall. Harry Kent, for a while, was a dormitory, but now is a museum. And that just showed the love they had of him. A little chili news. For one thing, all chilies are not the same. Well, some have more taste heat, some less, but the same is true for onions. And there are some onions not as pungent. Well, I, that has led to the development of new project product at Fresh Chili Company that, frankly, my friends, I really love. It's called Hatch Sweet Onion Dressing. Now, I really like chili, but this, the Hatch Sweet Onion Dressing, is great. It's great on steaks, great on mashed potatoes. Now, about 10% of the onions grown in our area are what's called sweet, meaning they're not as strong, not as pungent. This Hatch Sweet Onion Dressing is so very good. How good is it, Michael? Well, words are not enough. You just should try it. You can use the checkout code PODCAST15 to get 15% off your order this week. Now, one thing that happens when people live in Las Cruces or happen to be in our little slice of paradise, they can come by the Fresh Chili Company's gift shop at 1160 El Paseo Road, Suite D7A in Las Cruces. It's open from Monday through Saturday, 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. And I need to tell you about some new products that I find wonderful. There's a local honey with hatch red chili in it. Ah, man, that is great on biscuits. French fries are ever so much better with the Fresh Chili Company's product they call Hatchup. So it's hatch red chili with ketchup. Hatchup, and it is really good. Come browse there at the gift shop. You'll find wonderful things. Again, that's from Monday to Saturday, Fresh Chili Company Gift Shop, 1160 El Paseo Road, Suite D7A, in Las Cruces, 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. This is Michael Swickard with Enchanting Stories of New Mexico, brought to you by the Fresh Chili Company. Thank you for your time today. We'll always have lots of news and stories about New Mexico on these Monday and Friday podcasts. On Wednesdays, we talk about someone who is um, interesting to New Mexico. Now, if you have something or someone you'd like me to talk about, you can write to michael at freshchilico.com. That's michael at freshchilico.com. Have a great rest of your day. Oh, yes, and eat plenty of that good Hatch Valley chili. Be sure to go to the Hatch Chili Festival this weekend, 1st, 2nd, and 3rd, September 1st, 2nd, 3rd. Like I always say, some chili is good, more is better. Bye for now.